Hi friend, today we're going to talk about what makes a good small business website. In short, a good small business website is one that is making you sales, but most small businesses never actually get there. So let's talk about it. So what is it that makes a website good? I often wonder why small business owners will spend $2,000 to $10,000 on a new website only to have it sit there and not make them any sales. Your website should be making you money. It should be helping you. So your website helps in both direct and indirect ways. There's things that it does that may not be directly making you sales, but are really important in your overall sales process. And then there are things that your website can do to directly make you sales. So let's talk about the difference between a website that becomes an asset for your small business and a website that just costs you a lot of money and time to set up and then just sits there. The problem is that most web designers and a lot of business owners don't really understand sales psychology. So you're working with a designer that's going to make a a beautiful designed website, but it's not going to have the sales psychology worked in. And so it's not really going to help your sales process. And then even worse is some people are going to DIY it or hire their, you know, cousin's cousin's friend who is just getting started and doesn't really know what they're doing and they're not even going to get a good design out of it. Um, So it's really important to make sure that if you are putting time and money into your website, that you're actually getting something out of it. One of the things that a lot of people do when they're starting to design marketing material or starting to put together a marketing campaign is they look at what the big bosses are doing. They look at what the Apple, the Tesla, the Nike um, type corporations are doing in their marketing and they try to mimic that. The problem is you don't have millions of dollars to throw at a marketing campaign that just kind of gets your name out there, kind of is artsy, kind of gives people good vibes, you need to be making sales. If you're watching this video, probably you don't have a million dollars sitting in your marketing budget that you can just kind of throw around. You need every dollar that you're spending to count. So let's leave Nike to just do it in the corner and let's look at what works for small businesses. So In the first couple seconds of landing on your site, a prospect needs to know exactly what you do and how to get it. That first couple seconds is critical. In fact, when they arrive to the site, they make a judgment call in the first half a second of whether or not they're going to stick around and even look at anything. So this is where your visuals really play in is that first half a second. They need that pop, that wow factor. They need to have very clear that this is going to be a website that's going to help them. So in that first section, you want to be very clear on who you are and what you do and how your people can get it, which I'll talk to the, talk about the call to action in a second. But first off, your website needs to clearly state what it is that you do. It's obvious to you. And so you might not think to say it, but it's not obvious to your prospect. It's not obvious to your customer. It's not obvious to anybody who's showing up. They don't know. Brene Brown says, clear is kind. And that is what we are going with here. We want to make it clear. Leave the super artsy bullshit behind. We love creative, but we're never going to sacrifice clarity for the sake of being creative because again, you need to be making sales. So let's say you're a high-end custom furniture maker. You're not going to say, elevating your living experience because that could mean 
anything. Are you an interior designer? Are you a lighting tech? Are you a life coach? What does elevating your living experience mean? That does not tell people anything. So instead, you're going to say custom furniture for a luxurious living. Something along those lines. It's clear what you do. You make custom furniture. It's clear who it's for. It's people who want to live luxuriously. It's clear. The next thing that you need is a call to action. Now, Forbes says that up to 70% of websites don't have a clear call to action on their site. I think this stat's a little bit outdated, but I think the number's still really high. So a call to action is exactly what it sounds like. You are calling your customer to take action with you. So learn more is not your best call to action uh, because it's vague. Learn more about what? I don't want to go take a class. I don't want to go be educated. Um, It needs to be something really clear. So on my website, it's book a discovery call because we do all of our All of our um, packages are custom. We design them exactly for each customer. For you, it might be shop the collection. It might be buy now. Um, It might be book a call. It could be any of those things, but it needs to be very clear so they know exactly what action they're taking and they know what they're going to get on the other side of that button click because there's a little bit of a fear of unknown. Even though we click buttons on websites all day long, there's a little bit of a like, what's going to happen when I click? And you can help remove that by just telling them what's going to happen. Is it get instant access? Is it sign up? What is it? What's going to happen when they click that button? And you need to have this call to action all freaking over the place. I have had clients ask me to take the call to action off, off the page. I've had them ask me to like, ah, this is, this feels too pushy. Let's, let's back it up. We don't need as many. You're not being pushy. What you're doing is you are providing them the opportunity to make a purchase with you at the moment that they choose to, not the moment that you think they should. So maybe that's three quarters of the way down the page. They go like, okay, I'm ready to take the next step. If there's not a button around there, they're going to get frustrated. This is about giving them a good user experience. You want it to be a pleasant experience on your website or they're not going to want to work with you. So let's make sure that they have that button all over the place. So it's easy for them. We're trying everything about website design is trying to make it easier for your user. We want it to be better for them and call to actions, make it better to them. Gets rid of the fear of the unknown, tells them exactly what to do. And it gives them the opportunity to move forward when they're ready. Not when, not when you think they should. Your website should be talking to one person. And I mean this both literally and figuratively. You should have a very clearly defined niche that you're speaking to, a very clearly defined type of person that you're talking with. Maybe you work with coaches, maybe you work with moms, etc. There should be a clear demographic or type of customer that you are working with. And you want to use their lingo, use their mode of talking, use their tone, all of that stuff so they feel understood. And then you want to talk about the problems that are specific to them, the things that are specific to them. Um, So you want to be talking to one type of person. And then on a more uh, literal sense, you want to be talking to one singular person because the person who is reading your website on the other side of the screen is one singular person. Um, A lot of times people try to speak in third person like they want this or they'll do that or um, just kind of speaking vague. Speak in second person. Speak to the person you're talking to. Use you language and speak to one singular person because that is who's going to be reading it is one singular person. So speak to one customer. Speak to one type of person. And then 
Next up is talk about your customer's pain and problems. This is probably the most important thing on this list and it is the thing that I see my clients struggle with the most because we don't want to talk about the pain. We don't want to dig into that. We don't want to like hammer home on that, but pain is the main buying motivator for people. People buy to get out of pain and they need to know that you understand what they're going through. When you can really speak to their pain and their problem, when you can really hone in on what it is that is bothering them, that is causing their issues, that's when they're going to feel understood. That's when they're going to go, yes, this person gets me, this person knows what I need, and I'm going to jump in. And if you can't define what pain they're in, how can your product or your service be the solution? Your service can't be the solution if there's no pain, if there's no problem. So you're taking them on this transformation journey between what is, which is bad, ugly, painful, no good, and you're moving them to this beautiful transform transformative experience. And if you don't paint the picture of the beginning, they're not going to understand why they need the end. It's really, really important to talk about the, the emotional pain they're in, the practical pain they're in, and talk about the problems they're facing. And that's going to be really the hook that gets people ready to make a purchase. Next up is don't be afraid to make sales through your website. You would be amazed with how many entrepreneurs are actually terrified of sales, even on a passive website that they're not even having to directly do anything with. So I had one client who I submitted the first draft and he goes, can you make this 50% less salesy? Like, well, number one, I don't know what that means because that's very vague and confusing. And number two, why would you pay for a website that's not making you sales? It is okay to talk about your product and service in a way that people want to buy it on your website. It is okay to make sales on your website. Now, I think sales gets a bad rap because you kind of think sleazy car salesman, you know, somebody scamming you. I am coming from all of this from an assumption that you are a good person who is selling a good service and who is actually out there to help people. If that's not you, if you're a scammer, go away, get off my YouTube channel. But if you have something beautiful to offer the world, which most small businesses do. You are in this because you have something amazing to offer. If you have something amazing to offer, the only way you get that into people's hands is sales. People have to buy it. So you need to be okay with making sales. And your website is an amazing medium for that. So if you really believe in your service, then put it out there. Don't be afraid to sell it. A good small business website talks more about benefits than features. So it's easy to get kind of in the nitty gritty of features when we're talking about our product or our service. Um, Features are the functions of our service or your package and benefits are the way it's going to positively impact your customer. So um, features are things like, for instance, on my web management package, you're you're, you get an SSL certificate, you get hosting, you get 1.5 hours a month of client requested updates, you get nightly backups, WordPress, PHP theme and plugin updates, security monitoring. Okay, all cool. I'm excited about that because I'm a nerd and I love these things. My customer is more wanting to hear about how it's helping them. Um, so benefits of something like this are 
peace of mind, knowing that your site is secure and backed up, knowing that your site is always going to be functioning at your best so you're not losing customers due to technical issues, due to problems. You're saving tons of hours, tons of frustration because you don't have to wrestle with your website. You don't have to wrestle with design. You don't even ever have to log on. You just send a quick email and your new blog, your podcast, your event, your update, whatever it is, will be live in 48 hours or less. So you can see how that feels more relatable. It's less dry. It pulls people in. Now, I'm not saying don't talk about features because sometimes we need to know the specifics. Um, Again, we don't want to introduce that fear of unknown. They want to know what they're getting. But if you're going to hammer on something, hammer on the benefits. Hammer on how it's going to help them. Hammer on the solution. Don't hammer on the features. Put them in there, but make sure you're tying them to the benefits. Now, a good small business website needs to give your prospect a simple plan to follow. Again, When you're on a website with a new company that you're just getting to know, you've got that fear of unknown going on. You've got that, like, I don't know what's next. I don't know what this is going to look like. I don't know if I can trust them. And one of the ways you can kind of bring that anxiety down is just give a simple three-step plan. It's really simple. It seems really basic, but it helps. Basically, you break down your either your purchasing process or the process of working with you into three steps. You can go as much as five, but I love working with threes. Our human brains love threes. Um, Things that come in packages of threes, people always buy more, understand more. Our brains like threes. So I like to go with three steps. So for ours, for instance, ours is book a free discovery call. We create your custom package and then get unstuck. So I like sometimes on these to put a benefit at the end where you kind of show that end result, get unstuck. Um, But it could be something simple, like even in my proposals, I have um, accept the proposal, sign the contract, pay the first payment on the invoice, just so they know what the next steps are. So this can be on a micro level or on a more macro level. What are the three phases of your coaching program? What are the three things that you need from them to get started, et cetera? So just something so that they kind of have a framework so they're not just going like, I don't know what's next. I don't even know what to do. Now, next up is a good website needs to be visually beautiful and in alignment with your brand. Now, visuals are really important. Like I said, people decide in the first half a second whether they're going to stick around or not. So the visuals need to be good. They need to pull people in and they need to supplement the message that you are saying through the words on your website. If you just have a wall of text on your site, people are going to be clicking out of there faster than anything. So your visuals need to reflect your brand. They need to speak to your target market. Again, that goes back to talking to one person. You want the visuals to appeal to the one person. Think about the difference between Victoria's Secret and Bass Pro Shops. They're talking to two very type of different type of people. And if you're going to buy lingerie and you see a bunch of camo and a fish, you're going to think I'm in the wrong place. So this is why branding is important. And branding is a huge topic um, that I can devote more videos on in the future. But just know that the visuals of your website and the branding of your website is really important in that overall experience of that people are having on your site. You don't want to be the local TV commercial with the crazy graphics and everything's overwhelming. You know, you want to really pull people into that customer journey. And part of that is with good graphics. All right. And then the last thing is your website needs to have good core web vitals. Basically, it needs to function really well or your users are going to leave. And also because Google puts a really big 
um, emphasis on user experience. If the users are not having a good experience, Google's going to dock your site and you're going to have no hope of showing up on the first page of Google and you're missing out on traffic. These include being fully mobile responsive, which just means that the size of your website and the way it all lays out will automatically resize based on whether they're on a mobile phone or a desktop, a tablet, etc. They are fully resizable. It needs to load quickly. This is really important, both for Google SEO purposes and for user experience. People... Um, will leave within two seconds. If your site's not fully loaded in two seconds, people are out of there. They don't, they have a million other websites they can go to. They're not going to sit there and wait for yours. So you've got to make sure that it's loading really, really quickly. Forbes says that 47% of users do not want to wait more than two seconds for the website to load. It needs to be easy to read. And I mean this in like a visual high contrast way. Um, the text needs to be visible and clearly readable up against the background. So you want to make sure that you've got enough high contrast. Um, you don't want to be putting like a, a light gray on a slightly darker gray where it's hard for people to read. Uh, this is important for accessibility and user experience. Um, and it also needs to have an SSL certificate. This is just that little you've seen on sites. There's like the little padlock up in the corner. Um, this just means that it's secure. It's encrypted. If you've ever clicked onto a site and you have seen that warning pop up, warning, this site is not secure, go back to safety. And then you have to click like 47 times to get through all of that. If you actually want to go visit the site, that's probably because they didn't have an SSL certificate or the certificate had expired and you don't want your browser chasing people away. Um, so you want to make sure that you have an SSL certificate and that all the core web vitals are working. So this is a piece of what goes into making a good small business website. If you would like to chat more about this, feel free to book a call with me. It's definitely something you can do yourself, but do you really want to? Do you really want to add something else to your plate? If it's not something you want to add to your plate, I would be happy to take it off. And I would love to chat with you and book a call. And if not, I wish you the best of luck and thanks so much.